Thank you so much. So I want to know what love is. That's the name of our talk today. I want to know what love is. And I, I knew Doug sang that song. And so we asked him to be soloist today with that song to help set up the talk. And, and the lyrics now, I want to feel it. I want to know it. Uh, I want to be it. <laughs> I want. And, 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 and it goes with what the gentleman before asked in the question. How can, basically, he was asking, how can I know what love is if I'm being given all this different information? And not all of it is very pleasant information. It's very separatist information. And so we, we look into that, and how can I feel it if all this stuff is happening? See, I, when I came, before I came to Unity, I thought I knew what love was. Oh, love is gushy. It's squishy. You know, love is when people are nice to me. <clears throat> love is that feeling I get when I when I uh, look at that look at somebody. You know, well, there's two different feelings you get when you look at people sometimes, and, and one it turns out to be lust, and the other turns out to be this wonderful embracing connection. And and so to to look at all those things, and so so, so it's like. Do I know what love is? We talk about it relentlessly. It's in all the pages of the uh, of Unity books. It's in. It's all over the place. Well, love is. Oh, I love you so much. Well, I hate you, but I love you, and I hate you, and I love you, and to eeny meeny miny, and and so I, I don't know what love is. Let's know this now. This is the message today. I don't know what love is. And I'm willing to bet you don't know what love is. It's kind of like, they, I, I don't know what God is. Even though I talk about God all the time, I use the word. I don't know what it is. I know what I'd like it to be. But really, that's uh, that's out of my ego. That that's, comes, comes from my ego. That does not come from a sense of spirit. And what I've had to come to terms with is I just have to accept that love is. Just as I have to accept God is. And even more, I have to accept that God is love and love is God. Same as God is principle and principle is God. And God is love and love, principle and love. They're all the same thing. When you read uh, what Myrtle and Charles Fillmore say, as I'm sure you all do read what Myrtle and Charles Fillmore say, uh, they're our founders, they're the founders of unity. And uh, when they refer to principle, they're saying God. When they refer to love, they're saying God. And when they refer to God, they're saying love or principle. And, and to go, it, 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 they're talking about the changeless aspect of being so that's how we know like if something is true because you can't change it my opinions are not true i can change my opinion my thoughts aren't true my understanding of god isn't true because my understanding of god keeps changing anybody <laughs> yeah it's 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 it goes from day to day to day and and it's it's what makes unity harder than we thought it was when we walked in the door 
You know, when I walked into Unity, it's oh my goodness, this I finally found a church I can get on board with. They tell me there that I'm good. And they tell me God is just love and has no judgment. And they tell me there is no hell and there is no sin and there is no guilt. And that's all true. And then you stick around and you find out, I don't have a clue what that means. And then maybe, hopefully, you take a few classes. And you read some books. And then you finally get it. I don't know what this means. Because if we knew what it meant specifically, we would put it in a box. If we could define spirit, if we could define health or healing, if we could define love, if we could define truth and wisdom, we, it, we would put it in a box and it would no longer be the thing that we have just called it. It would be a limited version of it. And so when I say, I, I love you, I don't know what that means. I just know it's a, it's a connection. It's a connected feeling I have. But I can't define it. Because as soon as I try, I will limit both you and me. And, and, and so, too, I, I, you know, there's great love songs, just the most wonderful love songs. So much. One of my favorites is You Made Me Love You. It's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, I did not make you love, love me. It's a great song, and it's got a bouncy, it's got a good bouncy melody. Uh, but it's not true. I didn't make you love me, and you didn't make me love you. I just connected with something in you. Or you connected with something in me. Thank goodness. So many people see more about us than we see about ourselves. Thank goodness, isn't that great? That people see a light in us that we're often, that we often fail to see in ourselves. We go through the day forgetting, forgetting, forgetting. And we'll use traffic to forget. See, we'll, t we'll find so many ways to tell ourselves we are not loved. And I've spoken with this, or about this many, many times. My degree of being loved sometimes is based on how much money is in my wallet. If I have more money, I am loved. My degree of being loved is, if I ha is, is based on the way people look at me today. If the checkout person at the store treated me well. And if they didn't, I must not be loved or lovable. You know, if the sound system works well, oh, I'm loved. And if it doesn't, mm, not so loved. I have to do it with that noise coming out of that bathroom right now. It's like, really? Really? Because the toilet doesn't work in our, in our church. Are we no longer loved? <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? If somebody else is having a rough day and they take it out on me, I must not be loved or lovable. If my parents didn't treat me well, does that mean I wasn't lovable? Does that mean I was a defective child? For a long time, I thought it was. I thought there was something wrong with me because of the way I was treated, and which makes no sense. I look at pictures, I'm adorable. <laughs> <laughs> and, but they, they treated me this way, and it took way into adulthood to get, oh, they didn't love themselves. 
They didn't know I existed. Many of those people, many of our school teachers didn't know we existed as human beings. Uh, we were just adjunct of their opinions and their own self-esteem. And that's why we Steve? Oh, singing back to me. You don't know why? Oh, somebody phone on with the sound up? Oh, uh, that's okay. I'm not mad at anybody. I just, I just thought, I'm hearing my last thought instead of my next thought. <laughs> I don't usually, that doesn't usually happen. And it's not the first time it's ever happened here in church. I remember what years ago a woman was, she brought somebody new with her and she was repeating everything I said to her friend. And so I'm trying to talk and I hear myself being repeated over here to her friend. So I can't hear my next thought for hearing my last one. Uh, but I'm glad you're enthusiastic. Uh, <laughs> stuff we have to laugh at. I cannot get mad over that stuff because it's so not personal. And I was not attacked in that moment. I just distracted and <laughs> so to go through through life telling ourselves we're not oh there's a stain on the carpet I'm not loved no we don't know we're telling ourselves that stuff our lovability is based on our weight our income our losses our credit report again how somebody looks at us the funny part is so often that we think, oh, this is the way they think about me, and it isn't. It's the way they think about themselves. They treat me that way because this is how they think about themselves, and they don't. And they, they just need, they have anger looking for a home. And I so admire the people who know that and don't take it personally. They absolutely do not take it personally. David had a, had a childhood friend and he'd go to their house and the husband and wife would say the most vile things to each other. Just awful. And, and swearing at each other. And then she'd go, cookies, David? <laughs> like, cookie? And, and the husband left the room. Uh, David asked her, how can you let him talk to you that way? And she said, oh, he's just insecure. That's all. She didn't love him less. He was just insecure. And he needed to get that out. That wasn't about her. And I really admire that in people who don't take it personally, that don't take the traffic personally, that uh, refuse to base their lovability on the physical. You know, within God, whatever God is, I know it's love. And so therefore, I'm not more lovable by God when I'm good or well-behaved than when I'm poorly behaved. I am loved the same within love. Then the concept of love, within the being of love, I am loved the same no matter how much I weigh, no matter how much I swear, no matter how much I forget. I am loved eternally and forever as are all beings. So let's take this in as an assumption right here, right now. We are all loved. All beings are loved eternally within God, no matter what, no matter how they behave, no matter what they do on this physical level. They're all loved eternally 
by whatever it is God is, and I believe God is love. I've just made an assumption with that. I like it better. I like that assumption. However, here's the thing. If I maintain my poor behavior, I can't remember that I'm loved. If I maintain my confusion, I can't remember that I am loved. So it's never a matter of not being loved. It's a matter of remembering it. And that is my responsibility as a beloved child of God, as a spiritual being. It is my responsibility to awaken to the memory that I am loved and can't not be loved. Does this make sense? You understand, this is why we come up the steps every week. This is why some of us go to 12-step meetings. This is why some of us go to therapy. This is why some of us read books. It's what we're trying to maintain the memory that we are loved, and I'm not dependent on you to remind me all the time. I'm not trying to prove my lovability by getting you to love me. You do love me in truth. You may not care for me in ego. You may not be aware that I exist within the ego. You may not, and I have to deal with that and, and, and stay awake. See, I can't rely on the checkout person at the grocery store who's got a whole life going on. And how many people walking past him or her all day long? Uh, granted, they're in a service position. They're doing their job better if they're kind and friendly and efficient. But they're not a better God being because they treat me like I'm special. I need to treat myself like I'm special. I can't use my past as proof as to why I'm not special. I, I could win. I could use my past as proof as to what's wrong with the world. But the sad part is I'd be right. I'd be, sad. I'd be right about everything that's wrong. And that's the reality I would be living in. But you see, I want to know what love is. I want to know. And so I must do the work. And I'm going to read a couple of things here. Um, uh, Charles Fillmore in The Revealing Word says that the metaphysical definition of love is a divine attribute. It is an idea in the one mind. God is love and love is God and quality and being. The difference between divine love and human love is that divine love is broad and unlimited, a universal and harmonizing power. Human love is based on personality and is selfish, lawless, and fickle. Who wants to go on a date with me? Uh, in reality, there is only one love. When man expresses divine love in limited ways, he makes a separation in consciousness, and his expression of love is personal instead of universal. Divine love will establish one in fearlessness and courage, for God gave us not a spirit of, of fearfulness, but of power and love. So I want to read here what Emily Cady in Lessons in Truth says about it. In divine mind love is the idea of universal unity. In the first lesson of this course, love is defi defined as the attracting, harmonizing, unifying, equalizing, 
binding idea in divine mind. The ability to express love is part of our divine heritage as sons of God, or Christ beings, we could also call ourselves. Because love is an idea in divine mind, it is a spiritual power that joins and binds in perfect harmony the universe and everything in it. God is love. God is love. God is love. And so to look at that and say, okay, what I had to do when I came to unity is start making assumptions. I said this before, start making assumptions. Love is the ultimate reality, and I wish to live in it. The only way I can do that with any peace of mind is to let go of being able to define it. I used to think I knew what the absence of love is, but I don't even know that anymore. Because if all things work together somehow for good, is it Course in Miracles that says where man has placed the problem, God has placed the solution. And what is the solution? In the midst of chaos, find love. If you can't find something in your house, call forth divine love in your house. If you can't find something in your memory, call forth divine love in your memory. If you can't find something in the chaos that is called your relationship, if that happens to be the case, Call forth divine love in your relationship, and you will find a solution to a problem. Now, here's, some of us resist that because we don't really want the solution to the problem. We just want to be right, and we want the others to admit they've been wrong. For many years, there was no way I was going to forgive my family unless they just did this one simple thing. Make it not have happened undo what you did and I will forgive you. And I woke up to love one day and realized I'm never going to be at peace. And I am promised that peace can be an absolute reality in my life. So I had to let them all off the hook. All of them. I had to let off the hook. I still got a couple I'm working on in life. My family's pretty much, they're done, but there's a few others. My earthly family. I have to let them off the hook. So I can have the realization of peace, the realization of love, the realization of all that I am promised in spirit, the realization of the full inheritance of the kingdom. I like those terms. They spark something in me that says, oh, oh, there's so much more good than what I have imagined. There is so much more good. And so I've got to go within and say, spirit, I need a thought of love here. I am welcome. I will, actually, if not, I need one. Uh, if spirit doesn't know, I need a thought of love here. I need a new spirit. But it's really spirit. I'm open and willing to a new thought that I can recognize as love. Even if I can't define it, I am open and willing to experience a new thought here in this that will make me aware of divine love divine peace, divine joy. I am open and willing to experience. It's not about receiving it because I already have it. It's in me. I assume this. Would you guys be willing, would you guys be willing, would you guys be willing to start making more assumptions about the love of God living within you? Would you be willing when you get into your car today to remember, oh, I'm loved, and so is everybody else on the road. 
when you get to wherever you're going, you say, everybody here is love today. And I'm one of everybody here. I don't know what it means, but I'm willing to know it's good. I'm willing to know that it's true. Start making assumptions when you can't find something. Love enables me to find this if it is for the highest good. If I don't find it, it's not necessary. But love lives here. Love lives in this body. And I want to remember today. So Spirit, keep reminding me. You may not be able to define love in the terms of I want to know what love is. But you and I will be able to experience it. One thought at a time. About anything and everything. And so if you are not experiencing love one thought at a time about anything and everything, go within and ask yourself, do I want to? Or is this one of the places I'm holding out on? Remember, love doesn't mean, oh, I want to have lunch. Love means I'm willing that you have your highest good. I'm willing that I have my highest good. It'll show up in our willingness. It'll show up in our joy. It'll show up in our peace. It will show up in our prosperity. It will show up everywhere when I become willing. So make an assumption today and every day. I am loved. And so is everybody. Thank you.